Masonic College presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights Good evening everyone It's Raz from the Bardic College And we're here with another episode of Hellfire Nights we uh, just want to take a moment, or I wanted to take a moment, and just kind of remind you where we are. We've been a couple of weeks since we were able to post an episode. So we last left um, the team, Ashenbrenner and Rosmond, um, had gone back to his haven, his workshop, as he likes to call it, to check in on the situations that had developed there uh, after he was being plagued by some sort of haunting. Uh, he believed that the haunted uh, apparition may have been someone from his dark past, uh, and as we'll find out, that may or may not be true. But when we go back into this part of the story, keep in mind that you're going to, things are not going to work as they seem they should. Rosamond can't connect with her Tremere through her normal means. Uh, Ashenbrenner is the, believes they've been moved to a different location um, through this part of magic. So a lot is happening and uh, a lot will not be made clear in this particular episode, but it will set up some very important things that are taking place inside the Haven itself. So we just wanted to kind of give you a little bit of a setup for that, but we also don't want to give too much away until you have a chance to listen. And Oh, th the ending is quite shocking. Um, yeah. Uh, Dr. Jackal will have an amazingly big moment. Both of you with your aspects, you just hear, You'll never get back in time. <laughs> Who is that? It sounds like Maurice. Oh. What does he mean? Get back in time for what? I'm assuming in time before we're destroyed by the sun. Uh, Maurice, dear, if you can still hear me. Oh. If I do die in a matter of eight to twelve hours, I will die smiling, knowing that you will eternally be choking on demonic jism. How long is your chain now, sweetheart? There's no more reply. Boo. So I, I, I share the information that we may be in Scotland. Are there any horses? You don't see or hear anything. With okay. the wind right now, it's it's pretty it's pretty bleak. Yeah, the the waves are crashing not far away. Uh, shelter is probably your first thought because yeah. while you're vampires and you don't feel the cold of the rain, I mean, as far you feel wet, but you don't feel the actual effects of it. Um, but like you said, sun could become an issue. And um, do I know you the time difference between London and where none. I might none? Okay, wonderful. So it's about if you're in if you're truly in the Orkneys, there's none. You're you're at the okay. same time. I'm, I'm going to set off to the shoreline and see if we can find a cave. It's not far. Uh, yeah, you, with it, within about an hour, the two of you were able to find, these were actually hill, in the side of the hills, they did dig caves uh, in the Orkneys. That's sort of how prehistoric man, and we're going back thousands of years, lived in these subterranean uh, grottos that they dug. to, And then they would put a rock in front of the doorway uh, to keep from so any boats that approached if you were or anybody that landed would never see the entrance 
Uh, it would just look like part of the cliff face. So Jesus and the, style. The yeah. Kinda. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're able to, you're able to find shelter and it does, fortunately for you, it does extend far enough back from the mouth of the cave where no sun would be an issue. Uh, it, I mean, they used to have, you know, rooms and, and, and like an offshoot place for storage of food. I mean, you, you find something that goes in, uh, into the hillside, probably about 12 feet. So the angle of the sun would never get far enough in. Okay. Well, so I guess at this point, uh, for, uh, turn to Rosamond and first off Rosamond, I would like to apologize. Something about the mere concept of Maurice having any power whatsoever. First off, Rosamond, I would like to apologize for my demeanor. The idea, the concept that that <clears throat> sopping wet milk toast could have any sort of power over me whatsoever is, is more than rankling. Uh, and I'd like to apologize if I landed us here in Scotland. He doesn't have the power, Ashenbrenner. You heard him. Tevi does. He's the one that knew about your... I... Meat puppet. I dare... I loathe to say the word. That is what he is, though. You could call him Maurice, but he's Maurice the Meat Puppet. Please continue. <sighs> All right, Maurice the Meat Puppet. Your plaything. Your human toy. Pig boy. Tevi is the one yes. that brought us here. This is not magic that can be summoned by a dead Catholic priest. This is Kabbalist teleportation magic. Or it's an illusion. Either way, I get a I can't believe this right now. If I just... Oh! She clearly is not in the best mood. Like, I have no time to be here. I have things to do. I have leads to follow. I have a dead person walking around. Not walking, but he's cognizant in my laboratory. I have vampires waiting in my office for any of my brothers and sisters to possibly hurt. And I don't want them to get hurt because I'm sick of it. I'm sick sick of it! Ugh. If it makes you feel any better, the plans I have for Tevi would sicken the Marquis de Sade. Oh, I know him. He was nice. He was. So the question is, should we venture out and try and find some sort of habitation in order to arrange travel, or should we hole up here for the remainder of the evening? Um, Keeper, I believe six, I can. I keep my wa keep my mirror on me at all times for communication reasons, like a little pocket nice. mirror. Okay. Yes. <sighs> Look, I'm going to make some. I'm going to make a call. You stay over there for now, please. I, I was I going to say, please. <laughs> I'll sit on the rock and just, just cross my legs and, you know, zip the lips, do a little key gesture and cross my, my hands on my lap. And just, yeah. Angelic. Just just as innocent as a, as a choir boy. Yes, look like the cherubim that you are. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to I wanna roll per performance to look as cherubic as I absolutely can. Oh, please. That is, that. what is that, performance and... Yep. Charisma or just performance? Yes, I would say so. Okay. Yeah, All performance right. and charisma. That's a five. 
I really hope this works. Okay. These are the pointless rolls I usually excel at. Okay, here we go. Nine five nine one nine. Okay, so one crit fail and uh, so one I success guess, overall, right? Yeah. Well, it depends so on you what look, successes. Yeah. Uh, six or higher on this. Yeah. So you you okay. appear fairly cherubic. Excellent. Good. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Marvelous. <laughs> um, I call. I, I make the necessary thought or chant the necessary spell to get in touch with the chantry in London Town. Okay. You get a you you know it takes a few moments, but you're able to reach through and within a you know a normal period of time. Oh, to that point already are you? <laughs> good, good. You will not find that so easy from here. Where I've placed the two of you, no, no, there will be no one coming for you, except for us, and we won't be far long. Okay, so just stay there. I don't My want people to should stay be to you here. soon. Oh, but there's really not much place you can run. You're not getting off that island. Not before we get to you. Can I hear that that's Tevi? Or is this like a like a mental thing? You, it's To, to you, the mirror just looks foggy. Okay, so you I don't see Rosamund's face go like... she. There's no blood in her system, but if she would... If there was, <laughs> yeah, beet right. red, um, frowning. And she, it looks like she's thinking real hard about something. So I'm going to give a double thumbs up and go, good news. <laughs> good news, yeah. Tevi, I swear to God. As soon as she says Tevi. No, I don't say it out loud. I say it in my yeah. head. <laughs> oh, it's all in your head. Okay, you're just looking at the mirror. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Yeah, I'm just looking at my mirror. I'm just trying to sound threatening. It's like, Tevi, I swear to God, if I find you, no, when I find you, I will bring you to my house and we'll have a little party and that party will be much more unpleasant than whatever my dear Ashenbrenner has planned for you and we both know he's quite a little sadistic fellow when it comes to torturing human bodies the two of you can be as sadistic as you wish but it is you who went to his studio it's you that was so easy to trap with the simple haunting to make him go running to one of his friends and it and now, now you play my game. The mirror goes back to being unfogged, and that's where we'll leave it for now. Okay, let's God go over damn it! <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. I'll talk to you after this. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't know this was going to happen, obviously. True, of course not. Yeah. I oh, no. know, no. but still... <laughs> I have things to do. I had plans. This is not the good time to take a holiday up in the Orkneys. Dude, who's going to feed my sketches? Uh, we all have. Doctor yeah. friend? I guess. I mean, he seems to be busy. Maybe. Okay, Evelyn. Um, back over to you. When we last How, left. However, will we follow that? Trust me, this isn't. That wasn't quite the biggest one yet. Oh we have my a, lord, no! Objection. We have, a, we, we have a rough and tumble. Oh, Donnybrook coming up in a few. Oh, moments. the Donnybrook. Gonna, okay, right. all right. Gonna, I'll be. I'll be, be the polite interlude before the Donnybrook. That's fine. Come on, bring it. <laughs> all right. So Edmundo and Saloma are have made themselves comfortable. 
Uh, she does come down. She's dressed um, very nice, but you can tell that she looks like she's ready for some work. Uh, darker colors, a um, lot of, you know, she's wearing a, a very large crucifix, probably about four and a half inches of, you know, solid silver with, you know, an actual image of, of Jesus on it, a true crucifix, not just a cross. Um, nice earrings, you know, the whole bit, but she just comes down and she looks like she's ready to go out and potentially start doing some some serious work. And she sees you there and she, she just is like, so we are all in agreement then, yes? This is the, this is our plan to go forward and begin uh, recruiting to prepare your soldiers. Keep her tiny, tiny sidebar. I've just arrived back in London. Um, do I know any about anything about the shit storm that's happening with young vampires? No. No? Well then, yes, Saloma, that's the plan! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Go make some babies, which may or may not be viable. Um, but yeah, no, free love. Um, in all seriousness, um, yes, Saloma, darling, that is, that is the plan. Excellent. We will need a place to, to store them up for the, for the ritual. You, of course, know that to create anti-tribute, we will drain them down to almost no blood at all, where there'll be very left, little left in their veins, just enough to allow them one simple choice of strength, heal, do, do one thing. And then we will bury them six feet in the earth and see if they claw their way out, if they truly, truly wish to be one of us. Yes, I'm aware of how the sausage is made, yes. <laughs> sausage, this is, yes, funny. Good. So, where can we do this? Cannot be in this house, cannot be in your backyard. Uh, you have so many people and no. eyes around. No, it, um, it cannot be here. It cannot be in um, my other home that I keep, which uh, I per- I've given it some thought. I, I'm considering moving you and Edmundo to that residence or myself to that residence. Um, so I may uh, continue my front business, if you will. I um, only go where you go. Edmundo, darling, there you are. Um, of course. Of course. Uh, we, a topic for another time. Saloma, in answer to your question, um, begin searching. Find potential candidates, cannon fodder, either word is, whichever is your preference, um, I will need to source a building. And Ooh, the, see. that will take several days. But what is should time? be rem- somewhat remote, but not so of difficult course. to get to. Of course. And it should have, if you, preferable, if you have the ability. Um, uh, what does, how do you say, the beams? Uh, heavy steel for lifting and, and weight. Um, support to, for chains and, and other things of, you know, tools that I will need to break spirits and show them that the the pack is all. Of course. Um, I'm thinking an abattoir. Something like this would be, uh, yes, could be useful. Perfect. You know of one? Um, I could get one. I'm believe there may be some real estate. Uh, I have 
ghouls and humans who can attend to this business for me. Uh. Um, eventually, you, um, I will write, and you'll be introduced to my other ghouls. Um, I say other. To my ghouls, you'll be introduced. And they will also... Um, they are at your disposal as well, as are my household staff. And as long as you are here, the refreshments I keep downstairs, as you know. Now... Before I go, and of one course. last thing, I don't not mean to take up your valuable time. I know how pressed you are to keep this air about you for the for the filthy dog prince. Yes. But Niccolo did mention before you came for the trial that was, as you know, uh, to test you. He said that you had several friends, uh, one or two that you were thinking, maybe candidates for ascension into our pack. What about these? Are they no longer to your liking? Would we not be able to perhaps begin working on them as well? It has been some time since I've seen them. The aftermath of the unrest in London left me contemplative. And I withdrew. I gathered strength. I went to Spain for the trial. I will have summoned to, to Spain. Summoned to Spain. Thank you, Edmundo. I did go. I did. I went. Si. I, was, I was summoned. See. Si. Thank you. How how wonderful it will be to have a gentle reminder. Um, a gentle correction for when I speak poorly. Thank you. I meant no defense, but... No, no, just... no. I'm... No offense was meant by my statement. Saloma, I will have to see them again. One of the candidates I had in mind just went to how does how do humans say it she just broke up with her sire they were lovers oh. yes and i don't know that's what she said she was going to do now the is this this is the 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 artist bitch the one that uh the one that you were keeping in your house for a while one of your uh, servants told me a little bit about her that she was a, a beauty to behold, but a little empty-headed. She's a wonderful talent. And yes, that this is the one. Now, the persuasion and powers of men, I don't know how this quote-unquote breakup went. So, she may be in a completely different mind and useless to us in the long run. I have someone who's depraved enough. Someone who could fill the hall's of our elders and our bishops with grotesquely beautiful creations. Ah. But I don't know if the personalities will clash needlessly. If you think Niccolo is flamboyant and doesn't follow rules, well. Well, then let me get to the streets and see what the, what of is course. they say. What, 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 what is what is what is what? I don't know. That's what I'm going to find out. What what is what is what is what? Saloma, I've discovered tonight that I have a very poor sense of humor. No, I'm not sure there was anything funny to be said there. Exactly. So. <laughs> okay. So it, she walks. Yes. I'm around my her. own people. I'm trying to. <laughs> she, well, she said, you know, to find out what is what is what is what. Is what? So, yeah. 
exactly. Once she's trying to flex her, you know, charisma amongst her own people because she's so used to lording it over, you know, the peons. Mm-hmm. And okay, you know, it's it's like, wow, I act, I actually want these people to like me. I actually want to be impressive, right? As opposed to just I am impressive to everyone else. Okay, um, so this is this was taking place. Uh, the night before, uh, so this was this is the night that you wrote the letter to uh, Sebastian uh, to Kiernan, because um, you arrived you arrived back a few days before Simona, and you had found out that she had taken the boat. Uh, you sent the you sent the missive to Kiernan's office. That so you're basically one day ahead of Ashenbrenner, uh, who is now in the Orkneys with Rosman. That was this is the night that Ashenbrenner was being haunted, and um, this is the night that Doctor Jackal and Agnes got got lit, waylaid. So Ashenbrenner got haunted and then had to, he tried to sleep, the thing got blown off and then he cleaned up and then went to find Rosman. So right now everybody is just slightly behind Kayla and Ashenbrenner, but we're going to catch that up right now. So um, long story short, Saloma goes out. Is there anything else you wanted to take care of tonight? What were your thoughts? Uh, Were you just going to try to catch up with the local, with news, with, the goings on and uh, things going on around London. Um, where was your head out as far as the business angle goes? Um, how many weeks before the Hellfire Club? Oh no, you've got it's it's the second week of June. Okay, so there's plenty <clears throat> of time, but you know, as things progress, things are going to pick up. So right. I think it's important that I get Janet down here before things get too tight because she's in okay. Dover receiving many of the ships. Right. So my goal, Janet, I want to get her down here at some point, and I've just returned from abroad, so that's a letter that I need to write. Um, I want to know what the hell's going on in London. Um, I've been away. Okay. And I've also, not only have I been away, I've been really, you know, keeping to myself, I've been withdrawn. So I want to, you know, you know, learn the what is what is what, if you will. Okay. Well, and Saloma will have some of that information when she course, comes back. When she when she gets back, um, what else should I do? Um, we've spoken to Edmundo about the change in plans. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And um, his response was, "He just listens to me, right?" For now. Okay, great. What else? As long as as long as you are moving forward, or attempting to strengthen the Sabat position here, these two are. As loyal as they come. Fantastic. Beautiful. Couldn't ask for more. I'm debating moving um, the office, Great, definitely. I'm, I've decided that I'm going to keep my residence here, but I'm going to conduct business and for all intents and purposes and appearances, move to my secondary residence. So Which the is front... Where? Oh, dear. Um, we've never... Is it still in London? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's oh, just okay. a much That's smaller, it's a much smaller, like, home. Okay, no worries. Um, I didn't set, like, what zone. Not, like, not, that wasn't my issue. My issue was you still right. within the, the confines of the city. Yes, I am. And, right. um, for all intents and purposes, we've moved house. Okay. All right. Um, so, yes, you, you get caught up on mail, uh, within a few hours, are you summoning Janet to you tonight or are you just having her meet with you the next evening? What was your plan for Janet? I mean, Dover to London is only two hours by carriage. Let's get her here tonight. I've been away. Okay. 
And so, um, I want her about to about 1am. She will show up. Um, and in my letter to her summoning Janet, I would like her to bring all the manifests of ships for the next month. Like who's coming in. Okay. She goes, she does that. So you, you dispatch her <clears throat> right around nine. Uh, you, sorry, you dispatch the carriage at nine. Fresh horses halfway. Fresh horses there. Two hours. Uh, that puts her at 11. She's back to you sometime around 1.30 in the morning. Uh, she comes in. Anthony, you know, sees her into your office. You've got papers out. She does bring the manifest. She brings you a, a short list of who's traveling. At this, at this point, actually, that you find out about Simona and just, dis, dis, you know, you dispatch the letter. And uh, all that's that seems to be going fine. Are you looking for any specific – from her, she's only going to have really information about Dover. She's She's a ghoul, so she doesn't have – Unlike Dr. Jackal, who hung with vampires for that period of time, before that he was kind of in his own world, right? Until he got dragged into the into the politics at the uh, at the meeting at the cemetery, and then you know the whole the whole fiasco of Chapter One. So Janet doesn't have that kind of lifestyle. She's far more of a day ghoul, right? She's this is late for her. Like she yeah. should be in bed, and she runs the business. She handles the the offices out there. So. Is there anything particular you're looking for specifically? Are you looking for a certain clan? I, obviously, you won't know a particular elder, but if you're telling me you're looking for a particular, you know, a clan or information about how many are coming uh, for July for the next month, there's only really maybe three names of note, and none of them are super old. Okay, they're, but they're 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 names that you would be like, oh, uh, I've seen this name before. Oh, that's a, a gangrel I know or a bruja I've heard of. Okay, um. Basically, uh, there's a couple main points of just housekeeping that I want to uh, lock down with her. So anyone coming in, whether it's through Dover, through London, by train, um, like once a fortnight, I want, mm -hmm. you know, those numbers sent directly to me. And if All you right. start and if you start to get lots of requests from one particular clan, either people coming in or out, I need to know like r now like immediately, like as it's happening. Okay. If we, if we get five uh, Malkavian requests in a week or two, yeah, that's that's, that's a big number. I need to be aware of these things. Also, we're going to start keeping two copies of everything. Um, one for me and one, I mean, one for, you know, quote unquote, princely viewing. Uh -huh. And one in case we need to bring a shit ton of La Sombra over for some reason, you know. All right. If you need to keep them somewhere. Okay. Also, I need an abattoir. Well, you have the one where the faceless saint met with you the other night. You could probably buy. You have a, an interest in that, but would you want to close it down? Um, and if you close it down, then it's going to be in the public eye for a while. Or did you want to find something a little bit more discreet? Some something just outside the city. Um, I mean, most of them are probably running right now because their abattoirs in London are, you know, super busy. Right. Maybe I've got a really nice waterside them. property. That's <laughs> it leads want. to it leads to the Orkneys. It leads to Scotland. It leads to Scotland. Very Sorry. convenient Listen, travel um... location. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like five minutes from Route eighty. It's perfect. Um, right. So, uh, if I'm being honest, Ash and Brenner, um, the resale value on that property just went. Woo. <laughs> well, yeah. we haven't disclosed so. anything yet, so yeah, we're good. Yeah, depends on what the inspector I'm not... finds. <laughs> I'm not going to kick you out. So, Keeper, my House Hunter's wish list is um, warehouse, strong industrial bones, um, 
not something that people are going to want to look into. So perhaps already derelict. And outskirts of city, definitely not city center. All right. So you're gonna you'll start working on that. You, I mean, you can you send off a a note to someone in the real estate core that that deals in you know industrial type properties and stuff, and tell them that you need it for whatever reason, um, storage of uh, old artifacts from your father's business, things from ships that are being you know decommissioned and stuff, yeah. and you just need a place to put them. Whatever you come up mm-hmm. with a good reason, that's not a problem. Excellent. Um, you, I guess you would offer Janet lodgings for the night. Yes. Okay. So she goes up to bed. Sol- Saloma sleep sl- slinks in at some ungodly hour just before dawn and goes back out the next night before you're even fully dressed and downstairs. She's on, she's onto something. She's, she's moving, but Edmundo okay. never leaves your side. He stays there through the, through the work. If you ask him to pick, get something, as long as he's within, you know, 40, 50 feet of you, he's, he's fine. I mean, no one's going to just walk in and unless they hit you with a full sun, you know, they throw you into the sunlight for, you know, five seconds. Edmundo in 50 feet can get to anybody. So that's all going on. Question at for... The, mm-hmm. Very sorry, Keeper. Question for Edmundo. Nope. Yep. Um, Edmundo, darling, I may be required to, and I, it's a matter of not if, but when, be required to present myself accordingly in Camarilla society. And I, as much as I adore your company, I cannot bring you. What okay. do you? Why? You're clearly a vampire. They'd ask what clan you were from. There are too many questions. It's messy. Mm. How do they know what clan I am from? Look at you. What about me? Darling, you have the most severe face I've ever seen. You're Spanish and you're dressed all in black. See? Do you need me to change? Later. Later. Um. First of all, are you... You are... Forgive me. You are an important member of Kiernan's staff, see? Yes. You have had situations where you and your friends have been threatened and you have had to defend yourself in a recent struggle against Elijah and other adversaries, yes? Yes, and hiring um, some personal protection, some muscle, wouldn't be out of the question. Hmm, there you go. That is me. We need to come up with some sort of backstory. I was... um... I don't know how far back you want me to go. Needn't be far, darling. Leave it to me. I knew El Cid. Would that be helpful? Keeper, clarification? El Cid, the famous, <laughs> uh, the famous Spanish uh, warlord who was able to hold the, the, uh, the Ottoman army, I believe, at bay for days and days and days in a siege. And then just the sight of him scared them off when they, he died. He, he ended up dying and they uh, strapped him to his horse and brought him to the edge. The, the Ottomans thought the, they thought he was dead. And uh, when he went, when, when they strapped him to his horse, like a weekend at Bernie's thing, put his sword in his hand and propped him in there. And they used, you know, sticks and everything opened the gates. And as he came out with his men walking behind him, it scared the hell of the other army. They ran off. So I'll say, but just by the visage of him as a, you know, his visage alone, 
scared off, you know, thousands of men. Just just um, an aside, this scene with Edmundo, like, it feels like ripped from the pages of what we do in the shadows. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just, just like, look at you. What's wrong with me? Well, look at you. You're all dressed in black. Do you want to go change? he's very simple this isn't a guy it is perfect guys it is delicious Anthony could you please bring Edmundo some human clothes exactly (laughs) whose voice was that that's supposed to be yours what well it was Ethel Merman doing you don't worry about it (laughs) Ethel Merman doing me doing your voice yes I know I I, I understand I didn't think I was that high pitched um no, Edmundo, the fact that you know El Cid would not help situations. In fact, it would cast a glaring light that says La Sombra upon you. Um, I will think of it. Worry not. Please be as you are. You work for the prince. Yes. You have no one from the prince here protecting you. No. You, your sire, offered my assistance to you to keep you safe. And if the prince has a problem with it, then I will challenge his champion. We can settle this in a matter of moments. I personally would love to see that. I personally would love to to do it. I can sense your enthusiasm. (laughs) And until a different and perhaps greater idea strikes me, that is what we shall go with. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, if there's a mirror I can look at and not see myself, I'd really appreciate that. No, he just... Um, <laughs> yeah, if there's a mirror I can stare at and not see myself. Um, You'll so this great. Evening, don't, don't worry. This evening kind of goes by, again, very much the same. You do you feed a little bit. Uh, he stays close by. And before we go over to Horatio and, and, the, and the big... You know, Cush Jackal, only one survives. You know, only one comes out alive, UFCW fight. Um, There is something else. Saloma comes in at around 2 a.m. And she's got this big shit-eating grin on her face. And she she comes into your office and says, Are you free for a moment? I do have some fascinating news. I am always free whenever you need me, darling. Please. Excellent. Oh, good. Buenos dias, Edmundo. He's like, Saloma. She sits down and she's like, so, it, the few vampires that are on the street right now, jabbering away, talking constantly, uh, spilling their secrets, very simple to someone of who they find as, how shall we say, um, enticing as me. They began to tell me that there is a problem here in this island of Britain. They say that some of the youngest of their kind, the licks who no longer, uh, who are the youngest from removed from Cain, are having problems breaking the skin on their gums to make the fangs, yes, and to do the things that they do, the little bit of magics and the little bit of tricks. So I start wondering, well, how could this be? They say that the prince has rounded them up and that he has put them away and is waiting for someone to return to question whether or not these vampires that are now seem to be coming human again should be put to the sword 
or done with something else with, which means nothing to me. Ah, and then, don't you know, I actually am able to weasel out from Abruja the location of a house that they claim is where they're keeping these deformed children of Cain. So I make my way there. And I'm not 20 minutes around the area spying for you, looking, wondering, hmm, maybe if we apply our gift, it would be still effective, yes? Maybe we could make these unmade vampires into sabbat, and our blood is different. Our curse is different. Maybe it would revitalize them. Maybe we could use all these children that so quickly the Camaril is willing to dispose of or throw away or in prison. We could turn that to our advantage. I'm thinking, yes, Saloma, smart move. This is what you are here for. This is probably the sign you were waiting for, and it came so quick. Thank Cain. Thank him. Thank him. Thank Cain. Thank you. Thank Cain. <laughs> Thank Cain. And he, she says, but lo and behold, who do you think should pull up in a carriage? Hmm? Your friend. By description alone, I knew it was her. Highborn lady. Yes? Dressed to the nines. Dressed like some French trollop. She comes out and makes her way into the building. So I move a little bit closer. And what do I see? She's caring for them. Oh. She's what? Caring for them, checking in on them, making sure those chained to the walls and up in the bedrooms with gags in their mouth. She's walking around looking at them, talking to them. Oh, your friend, it seems. Like somehow. Some... Oh. oh, yes. Oh, yes. And now we know where they are. And with one word from you, we could strike, remove them, free them, promise them our gifts. And then see if it works. If not, we bury 16 corpses. But imagine if 16 are born totally devoted to you and the pack because you gave them back the curse. Oh, do you see? The only thing we have in the way is that bitch, but we can do something with her. And that's where we'll leave that one. Okay, so let's go over to Dr. Jackal. Wow. My body is ready. <laughs> so are my dice. So what are my dice. Somewhere I can feel Simona typing away frantically. This Italian trollop, you wench. <laughs> <laughs> I know I I'm over here. When I he's... knew when they said French. <laughs> oh, as soon as they said French, especially because that's what Bastion is. So I just immediately opened up Facebook Messenger and I was like, that's Italian trollop too, you, you whore. Yeah, but you look, you're dressed like a French one, like a French flipsy. I'm going to dress Italian from now on. You know what? I don't care. I don't have to explain myself to her. She can eat it. All right. As you were. She's gonna eat it. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> All right, doctor. Uh, Agnes is, is there. Um, blood is seeping from the wound, the back of her head. Uh, as we discussed, the shot came out of almost out of nowhere, took her totally by surprise. You don't believe she's met her un her undeath because she's described to you that that would be a horrific moment where she would actually, you know, turn to ash and and there'd be, you know, just a, there'd be a mess. But you're not sure she's not in torpor. She's not moving. The shot was heavy. And it was and, a, an axe that hit her, right? Yeah, an axe. And I see Kush now, I assume? Yes, you do see him for a moment standing there. 
And he, the axe is definitely covered in gore, obviously. Okay. Um, first, without even a second's hesitation, just immediately three blood into Dex because okay. somebody attacked. Like, he's not even registering the amount of damage yet. Somebody yeah, right. attacked Agnes. Right. And it's Kush. Yes, it is. So just immediately uh, Horatio is going to Kush! And his hand is going to reach into his bag because that's just second nature. Um, and actually, he's going to grab, I think, one of the syringes that we filled up with the holy water last time. Because those were okay, that's... big needles, yeah. right? Yeah. To, so let's go ahead and do our dex checks and see okay. who's, who goes off quicker. So does my three um, blood go in before the... Um, yes. Okay. Yes, not a problem. But... Um, so you have five. Yes, I have five. Three so successes. What are you going on, a six, Mike, or a four? Uh, I was going on a six. Go on a four? Four successes. Okay, so uh, so is so is Kush. Kush had a crit success and two regular. I didn't have um, any crits. Okay, so if you had no crits, then he would actually go first. Okay. On a tie, you go by if there's a crit or how many crits. Hmm. Um, so he would go first. I'm going to go ahead and make his attack. So it's melee and dex. Now, are you going to split any of your pool? Since you have the reaction, you can choose to put some of your pool into a dodge action. Um, so you'll yeah, I'll put I'll put two into dodge. Okay, so whatever your attack pool will be for your dice roll to hit, you'll subtract two mm -hmm. up front. Okay, so let me go ahead and roll for him. Okay, so you could take two dice, and it's it's just not going to be enough, unfortunately. Um, he had a 10, 9, 7, and then the rest were misses, but no crit, no no fails. So he had four successes. So actually, if you roll two crits, two, two tens, you would actually equal them. So you'd be okay there. Yeah, why not? There's always a chance, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one crit. <laughs> okay. But that's it. That's it? Okay, so he's going to hit you. Um the axes now he had already been pumping blood into his into his into his numbers okay uh so he was already set up when he made his first swing it's going to be the shortest fight ever guys well no because you do get your you do get your soak i was going to say i have 3 stamina if that means anything yeah it's going to matter so let's see where we're at so he gets <clears throat> Now, remember, on damage, crits don't count, so, right? Mm hmm Okay, so go ahead and roll your stamina and tell me how many you have above a six. One. Okay, so you took three three levels of damage. Okay, so that's... So the axe comes comes in and hits you, you know, pretty square up in the, uh, up in the shoulder. Uh, it's nothing that's going to disable an arm or anything, uh, but he does hit you hard. And as, as as he's swinging it in and, he, and he's hitting, he's like, if I could just kill her, do you have any idea what more gaze will give me? Do you have any idea what I will become? So go ahead and reach for your syringe. All right, so yeah, I'll reach for the syringe and I'm just going to jump at him with it. Okay. So if I'm three down, that puts me at injured. So instead of rolling right. six, I'm going to roll five. 
And it, and well, okay, and that was minus eight, your two, and then minus two for the dodge, and then minus then one five hundred. Okay. Yep. Uh, three successes. Okay, so you go ahead and hit. All right, and uh, as I'm as I'm hitting him with the syringe. Like I'm just going to try and grab him with one hand and plunge the syringe like straight into his chest with the other. So as I'm plunging the syringe, it was, Kush, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to cook you, and I'm going to fucking eat you. Okay. Um, so the syringe of holy water, uh, we're going to roll, we're going to say that it's a pretty, you, had, you, you were using big ones, I know that, you had said that. So go ahead and give me three dice, and this is going to be aggravated damage. Um, holy water causes ag damage, like, you know, sunburns would. So go ahead and, and roll it. He has a soak, but let me see how many successes you get. Uh, and on the holy water, you only need fours. Uh, nine, six, and a five. So three. All three. Okay. So he has to soak ag damage. The one thing he did not pump much into was his stamina. He went with dex and strength up front. Okay. So he took two points of ag damage, which means they cannot be healed. All right, Ag, even if he pumps blood into it, he can't bring that back. Okay. Not right now. So he is a, he is not affected yet as far as any negatives, but he's just above injured. He is at, oh no, I'm sorry, he's hurt. He's at minus one. Yep. Okay. So he's minus one. All right. Top of the order. Do you want to go ahead and put more, put some into dodge again? Um, yeah, Just, I'll put two into dodge again. Okay. He's going to hold back. Uh, two. No, you know what? I think he's gonna. He's so agitated right now. He's just gonna swing. Ooh. Okay. Uh, you had two that you can't beat. I rolled in a four, eight, six, three, seven, ten. So the Oof. eight, six, seven, and two tens. So yeah. Um, he had five successes. So there's nothing you can do there. Nope. Uh, let me clear that. All right, go ahead and roll your your stamina. Now, d did you want to take this turn and pump anything into stamina? Um, because he just yeah, did. I'll put two more into stamina. Okay, so, which gives you a what? Five. Okay, so go ahead and roll your five dice. So let me erase that off the gear. Two, five. So it was nice knowing everybody. Um, one. Okay, you take three more levels of health. Cool, cool, cool. So that's going to be one, two. I am crippled. Yeah. So you fall back. Um, you've used, you took two dice for your dodge. Minus five, that's seven. What's your normal attack? Uh. So it's minus five to my attack right now, and it's uh, eight or six because I did the dodging. Right. Um, but I only used two blood so far this round. Can I use one right. blood to heal myself one? You can go ahead and burn a blood to bring it back up one. Okay, and would that be my action though? No, you can go ahead and you can still, you can burn blood as you're, like, as you're getting hit, you're burning blood to heal. Okay, yeah, so that's what I'll do. 
Okay. That puts you at negative what? Four? Negative two. Oh, two. Oh, that's a big difference. Yeah, it's a huge okay. difference. Absolutely. So that would bring me from six down to four. Okay. Now, since I attacked him with the syringe, is my cane within easy reach or? Well, you were wrestling with him. You'd have to, that would be the action then would be blood healing and reaching for your cane. Okay. Um, or I could just try and, can I try to pull the ax away from him? Uh, you can attempt like as to we're rolling around on the ground grasp, or whatever, sure. if he's swinging this ax at me. Mm -hmm. Can I try and like grab the axe and like yank it away from him? Yeah, it, that would be a brawl and his strength Ooh, to grab it brawl. and take it away. Okay, I'm not great at brawl. And so minus. All right, so I'd get one dice after everything's mapped out. Oh, no, and he'd have. Yeah, he'd be better off than that a lot. Okay. Um, he'd have six. Crap. Can I take the pistol out of my pocket and just try to like put it up under his chin? Uh, you drop everything and reach for your pistol. I mean, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, as I plunge the syringe into him, and if the syringe is empty, it's now useless. Right. So, so you leave that in his chest. You drop the bag. Yeah, the bag's gone. Yeah. Well, the bag so was gone as soon as I took the yep. syringe out. Yes. Yeah, so I'll yep, just yep. reach so into go my ahead. jacket you can pocket grab your pistol. and get the pistol. Okay. So. But now it's just the the, we the weapon's damage. Which what what are you using? Like a Webley? Um, yeah, I think we said just like your standard, like whatever the revolver of the day was. Right. So damn four damage, difficulty six. Yep. That's what I thought. So you reach for the pistol. He's hit you again, but you healed enough. All right. So he has a blood. Yeah. He has blood left, but he can't do anything yet. Cause you hit him with ag damage. So those, those are irreparable. He's always going to be at minus one through this whole fight. All right, so Minimum. Decks and firearms minus the two for the dodge minus two for the hurt for being hurt. So I have four dice then. Okay. He still get his his four soak minus one is three. Uh, two tens to hit, so four hits. Wow. Okay. So go ahead and do the damage. Oh, it's four. just it's a, four, I think. Just a flat four. No, it's four dice. Oh, four dice. Okay. Yep. But it can't crit is the thing. But it can't. Nothing can crit and damage, no. Okay. Three. Okay. Top of the order. He obfuscates. Um, don't... I mean, I don't know what level he's doing it at, but at first or second level, he can't be doing anything drawing attention to himself for it to succeed. Correct. Okay, so Correct. he's just a much higher level. Nope. He he can, at second level, if you're actively looking for him, he has to make a roll to maintain it. Okay. I mean, he's in my line of sight, so. Absolutely. I'm going to make the roll. Okay. Um, I'll even, I'll read it to you how it says it. Unseen Presence. No role is normally required. However, character speaks or engages in any violent activity. She will probably draw attention to herself. The storyteller must make a wits stealth role to determine how well the character will remain unseen. At least three successes are required to allow her to perform an action such and remain invisible. Okay. So, yep. So he's going to have, he's pretty good at this, but he could, he could blotch it because right now he's at minus one. 
So, it, what is it again? Wits and stealth. Okay. Stealth is good as wits are E. One, two. He got the three. Okay. He's, you know, he's somewhere in front of you. You hear the footfall, but you don't, you can't see him well. You don't see him. Hmm. Okay. Um, is that his entire turn? That is his turn. All right. Uh, and I'm burning through blood way faster in this than we did in the Elijah fight. I know. Uh, I'm going to burn my three blood into healing myself. Okay. So I'm back to hurt. And <clears throat> let's see. So I think if he is... So you spend the turn healing. Yeah, I spend the turn healing, and I'm just going <clears> to <throat> try and stay on guard for him. <coughs> okay. Um, And just at the same time, kind of try and like listen for him, but also just shout out like, of course you coward. I already knew that you were nothing of a man the way you let others treat you. Come and fight like an, uh, come and fight and die like a man, at least at the end. So you making, you speaking is making it much easier for him to move. Okay. If you had been dead silent listening, it much easier listen than when you're yelling. Well, it sucks to be me. No, but you understand, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that it makes, be... it makes sense. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's a squawk, a real wet thud. Uh oh. And then dust. And he's standing over Agnes. Her head came off. God damn it. He went for her, not you. Mm hmm. You're up. Um, that was his action. He's standing there and she is blowing away in dust. She just. <laughs> I like the sound effect. Um, can I reach the cane and get to him? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to pump two into strength. Okay. What's your blood at right now? Uh, with that two gone, I will be at four. Oof. Okay. This is, yeah, it's Agnes, man. Um, oh, I get it. And he is just going to pick up the cane, unsheath the sword, and just charge right at him. Yeah, you throw the the bottom away yeah. and you just gun at right at him. Go yeah. ahead. So it's gonna be four. I'm He's still, still at, at minus, minus one. one. So six. So is he? Seven. He's down to eight blood. By the way, just giving you a heads up for just RP purposes. Oh, this is when I need a big hit. Okay, there's a ten. There's a six. All right, three. Three total. You hit him. All right. He fired everything into making sure that the coup de grace was given to her. So that's five plus my strength. One, two, three, five. With the damage, do the crit misses and the crit hits still offset each other, or does a crit miss just yes. a miss? Yes. No, they just become regular points of damage, but a crit miss is a, and a crit success both cancel okay. out. Okay. So two uh, plus my strength would be seven. Mm-hmm. You hit, you hit him for seven levels of damage? 
Um, yeah, it's the the um, nice because it's uh, close the page. Oh no, absolutely! I I know, but you had that many successes. I had two successes, and my strength is a five. So, of the potential for seven, you did two levels of damage. Wait, I thought. Hold on a second. Maybe I'm no. For every success, is a point is a level. I roll a dice for every point in strength, and a die for every every point of the weapon. So, if the weapon's a four and your strength's a four. It would roll eight dice, and of all the sixes or higher, okay. I, is, is how many? Yeah, two so far. I need to roll okay. five more times. Oh, there you go. Good, good. That might do it. Three, four, five. His soak is only a three at the moment. May not matter. <laughs> so three more. So five total. All right, so nice. I got two of those. So you did a total of five, you said? Uh, five total, yes. One. He is at, I believe. Okay, you got him. He's uh, he's six. One, two, three, four, five, six. He has it in. He is at incapacitated. So he falls into torpor. I'm gonna just grab him by the collar. And I don't know if he can hear me or not. I, I don't really care at this point. I'm almost like between my blood loss and everything, I'm probably close to being in a total rage anyway. But I'm just going to, I'm going to just grab him by the collar. I'm going to hold him up to my face. And I'm going to say, Kush, for what you have done, you have taken every inch of me. I shall make sure that I take every inch of you, literally. And so, yeah, I guess you get, you get this. She will protect me. Um, I just start laughing at that. Just maniacal laughter. As Dr. Jackal slipped a cog. As I try to figure out some way to get this thing either back to my morgue or, yeah, probably back to the morgue at the school. I know I have that secret way in. I know I have a supply of blood. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, you're so strong at the moment. You and your your size difference because you're a much bigger guy than Kush physically. Just the the build of you. You can put him over your shoulder like a sack of you know, potatoes and, and walk them back, you know, and you have obfuscate. So you could, you could walk through shadow to shadow with no problem. And I just also make have it, that you know, second level obfuscate. Uh, yeah. So you can actually walk down the street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I will, I will make my way back towards the, uh, the morgue slash storage area, whatever laboratory that I use at the school. Okay. And, um, you know, I don't know what my blood stores look like there, but, uh, how late are we right now? Uh, a little after, yeah, around 1 a.m. by the time you get back. Okay. In that case, I still have time to work. I am going to strap Kush down to the one of the exam tables, mm-hmm. securing separately his torso and each of his arms and legs and wrists and feet. Like, I want, like, two straps on each leg, 
one strap on the torso, two straps on each arm. All righty. I'm sure you're able to put that together. You've got tables with slats in them, so you can add extra straps. I, I, I have to admit, though, unless you were holding down a rhino, most tables probably don't accommodate that many for a human body, but okay you, you make um, it he work can, he can jury rig some stuff he's a smart you've guy. got something going on yeah you've got it you've got a will you've got a will there's a way yeah um and then just to just to is kush semi awake right now or is he just completely out by now he's in torpor okay so i guess he's talking to himself then because he's still kind of like not with it Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just kind of going through his stores of the blood uh, from the students that have donated blood over the course of this semester or what have you. Right. Oh, Jenkins. Yes, he's, Kush, this boy Jenkins, he's going to be something someday. I would dare say he had more drive and ingenuity than I did at this age. Yes, that would be a good, good start. And... Oh, Maxwell, Maxwell, he's a devious one. That Not a very bright student, but he sure does love dissecting things. We'll see what happens if we just take these and we mix them together. And you see, Kush, I, I know you probably know this, but everybody in our family has these own little idiosyncrasies in mine. Well, I seem to take on the personality of whoever I take in. And I'm sure you can appreciate the scientist in me, wondering what would happen if I took, well... An ambitious and talented young doctor in the making, and somebody who's frankly probably a bit of a sadist, and mix those together. And that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to mix them together in like a flask or something, and knock that back. And okay. uh, as that's fascinating, that's a fascinating way of playing that. Very interesting. And uh, like I said uh, before we started, I had an hour long drive today. I've thought of a lot of things to do to Kush. <laughs> Well, <laughs> have at it, my friend. And um, okay, so you mix those two. Anybody else? No, no, just uh, just enough to get those personalities. And um, how much how much blood points would you say that gave me back? Um, probably one each. Every one, every vial's one. Okay, so that still puts me away from being dangerously close to the edge. Right. Um. And then I. I'm going to take out my bone saw and go over Alrighty. to Kush's. Uh, have I noticed if Kush is right-handed or left-handed? You noticed in the battle he came. He kept coming at you with his right. Okay, so I'll start on the right side of Kush, just at his thumb. Okay, if he takes any more damage, he will. He will die. He will go to final death. Okay, he's in torpor. I don't. I don't. He can't heal. Does Horatio know that? Agnes probably explained it. I mean, he's been a vampire for a few, you know, several months. Um, she's probably explained that final death. One, once a vampire goes catatonic, they're dangerously close to the end. Okay, so having finally noticed that he's not responding at all and he's just completely out of it. Oh, no, no, no. This, this won't do at all. Well, time for another experiment, I suppose. And Horatio is going to take another one of his blood samples, just fill a syringe with it. And just okay. jam it right into Cush's uh, heart and plunge it in. See if that right. if that gets him at least awake again. So with tor- <clears throat> with the way torpor works in the game, depending on what his his uh, humanity is, 
will depend on how long Kush stays out. You could give him all, you could literally feed him Morghese's blood. And until his body has repaired itself and his time has come, this mystical period of time passes, Kush won't, Kush won't stir. Okay. So uh, you can imagine that Kush's humanity probably isn't super, super great. Mm. But uh, it it'll all depend on what his number is. And it can be anywhere from an hour to a hundred years, but he's not quite that depraved, but yes, it's, it's somewhere in between there. And I would, I would say you're probably leaning it more towards, you know, than at least a week. somewhere between an hour and a century. Got it. Correct. Uh, <laughs> you know, make that guess your own. So here is where I'm going to ask a question that is maybe not covered by the mechanics of the game. Okay. If you have somebody from like a medical perspective that they actually have like gangrene or something like that, you can amputate their arm without killing them. Because, you know, if you have all the proper surgical tools and all that stuff, a, a hospital can do that sort of thing. And that was kind of where Horatio was wanting to go with this. Not not kill him per se, just mangle him while keeping him alive or as alive as vampires are. So a person with gangrene is is ill and they may eventually die, but their body hasn't suffered such trauma. This would be like amputating somebody who was in a helicopter crash. You you ran him through with a, a very serious piece of steel and injected him with holy water. As far as vampires go, that's pretty. That's a pretty heavy hit. Okay. Yeah, he. I, I mean. Will he slowly heal in torpor? Yes. Would you be able to do it maybe in a week? Probably. If you try it tonight, you would definitely you're kill, kill pretty him. sure you're gonna kill him. Okay. Um at that in that case though, and as Horatio goes and like lifts up the hand and doesn't get the expectant whimpering of please no don't. Right. Or do it harder, Daddy, as Cush might be inclined to say. Um Horatio will look down, finally snap out of being in his own head for a second and go, oh, damn it all. Well, I'm sure we can find somewhere to keep you, Kush. After all, I apparently have all the time in the world now. He'll just slide him into a morgue drawer for now and put a lock that he knows he only has the key on it and go back probably to get a light snack on his way back to where uh he and agnes were staying and about halfway through just have a finally start having himself a good cry okay blood pours down your cheeks as you do so making it that you need to feed even more um from the tears uh you are now orphaned which is a dangerous thing for malkavian children because it's bad enough to be a malkav it's rough enough when you're a malkav with little friends or you know or no sire but you do have a few friends you can eventually hopefully think to call on and Ashenbrenner will be one of them and and Catherine and Simona and Rosmond. But for right now, Dr. Jackal is wandering the streets of London in a, you know, in a, in a place he was hoping never, he thought he'd be eternally with his beloved only to have her taken away because, you know, unfortunately Mitzi and Morgay's sense that she can no longer handle any of the contact with the ancient one that's stirring and it ended up causing her her death. And I know Jack, Dr. Jackal is 
you know, would be devastated. Yeah, he's he's definitely a wreck. Um, by the time he gets to wherever it is he's staying for the evening, um, right. I don't know that he's going to start processing all the bigger picture items until maybe the next evening. Sure. Um, sure. But if we were on, I guess this was the same time that like stuff was flying around uh, Ashenbrenner's house, or is he already bamfed off to no, Scotland? He, no, this is the night that he bamfed. Okay. So in that case, yeah, he'll he'll just the the next evening he would have, I guess, thought of some options that would lead him towards maybe looking for some of his friends or debating whether. Like not knowing vampire law, like if Kush just killed, uh, you know, Agnes, is he supposed to go to Kiernan with that? Is he supposed to go to, you know, he can't go to Mitzi, obviously. So he might, he's debating between like at, trying to find Ashenbrenner again or trying to find one of his friends who are more well versed in like the laws of the Camarilla. So either Simona okay. or, uh, or Evelyn. Sorry, long game. <laughs> no, no problem. So Dr. Jackal hunkers down, and I think that's what we'll call it for tonight. Um, we are, the the group, the friends are, I, I, it does seem splintered still, but people are going to start looking for Rosmond and, and Ashenbrenner. The, Dr. Jackal now has questions he needs answered. Simona's been spotted by Saloma, and uh, Edmundo is looking fabulous. So really, I think everybody's kind of, <laughs> believe it or not, we're getting to that point. <laughs> yes, it did. You're, in, you're the Orkneys. You definitely changed. <laughs> i mean my god how much further away can you possibly be antarctica i um, have plans on how to get out of this but um horatio yeah, we're gonna have to do that next time now too i don't that that factors into the is evelyn better to go to or or is ashen better better to go to because does he care about the law or does he want somebody who knows can help him hide a body on the dl until it wakes up i mean hey horatio um you seem in really dire straits and i would love to welcome you with open arms do you need to hide a body are you pissed off at your clan oh my god have you met sucks. saloma <laughs> listen oh my god she died last night evelyn stop trying to set me up with your friends as uh, intriguing as they may seem i've been a widower for four minutes <laughs> and let you the, know what let the, let the ashes cool woman jesus sorry for your loss man <laughs> i'm sorry man wow i'm push sorry that, for your loss man I no, have we... no concept of comforting a vampire at this frat point. frat boy br- grieving cards. Sorry for your loss, man. Whose mouth did that come out of? Me? Thanks. Kayla? Your sister? Oh, okay. Because it sounded like it would have come out of my mouth. Because, um, Mike, Paul, there's a meme of someone vomiting in the toilet. And someone with a broom p- patting them on the shoulder going, they're there. That's me with emotion. I, so I don't under, I, I'm not good at it, so it sounded like something I would say. Do you want a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> There's also you, another one. Would you like me to make her a statue? You want some water? You want some water? <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, from all of us here at the Bardic wow. College, and if you like a glass of water, go get it yourself. We, we're not there to help you. Yes, Glasses of water by the Bardic College. Stay hydrated. I'm uh, Raz. My players, as you know, Paul, Mike, Kayla, Lauren, and Mel, we want to say thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again real soon. See you in a, 
See you next week, everybody. Good night. Bye. See you next week. Good night. From the Orkneys. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind the scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.